0: to another exciting episode of the Level Up and Live podcast, where we dive deep into the journey of becoming the best version of yourself personally and professionally. I'm your host, Sean Myers, joined by my co-host, Ewan Heidemeyer, and we're thrilled to be your guides on this journey of growth and empowerment. But before we jump into today's topic, a quick reminder to check out our free resources available in our shared notes. We've been working hard behind the scenes to bring you downloadable guides, planners, and resources for free. Now. Let's dive into today's topic, a game changer in both personal and business realms. Who, not how. It's time to shift your mindset. And we've got some incredible insights and stories to share with you. So grab your favorite beverage, settle in and get ready to level up and live.
1: So I remember backing out of my driveway about eight years ago, and I looked to my left and the grass was overgrown. And I was heading out to work. And I remember thinking to myself, Ugh, I I I gotta get to work, but that needs done. And it really, I remember the feeling, it pulled my piece. Driving down the road, I'm like, when am I gonna do that grass? Like when I get home, but then I've got this going on and I've got that and then this weekend I have this going on. I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna get to the grass because it's gonna be over really overgrown and I know the hassle, when it overgrows, you spend so much more time cutting it later you got to fix the more you got to clean it out it gets if it's wet it's just a nightmare and i remember just thinking what am i going to do that whole time i was thinking that probably probably a good five minutes which feels like an eternity thinking about cutting your grass i thought to myself this is pulling like i'm not thinking about what i'm supposed to be doing today i've got some big deals that i'm working on i've got relationships i need to build there's other things i could be thinking about but i spent it thinking about this grass has been pulling my piece because this is not the first time this has happened to me. This is happening over and over. So my piece is getting pulled and I'm getting even more mad at myself that I just keep having these thoughts. I've not fixed the problem yet until enough was enough. And I hired, this is like sacrilegious. You know, you cut your own grass. You don't hire someone. You know, that's for posh people. You know, in Scotland, we say the word posh. I don't know if you use that here. But I was like, I'm hiring a guy. I'm like, this is going to cost me. I can't believe I'm going to spend money on this. Do I even have the money? It's 25 bucks a week. <laughs> spend more on that in Chipotle. <laughs> uh, you know, Chipotle. But, uh, and so anyway, I hired the guy. And I remember the first time backing out of my driveway and the, the yard guys cutting the grass. And it was blissful. I mean, my sales, uh, we track it. There used to be a tracker, a graph. The, the graph went up. Like, who knows what it could have been, could have been anything, but I had a guy cutting my grass I had more time and peace to focus on the things that I wanted to do. And I, I know it impacted because there's other things I've done like that going for, and uh, after that. And I, again, you see the numbers go up and that brings us to what we're going to talk about today. I just went on a little rant right there, a little story, but there's a book called who not how Sean introduced it to me Take it away, Uh, man. This is your glory for bringing this. I'm so grateful about this book that you brought to me.
0: Yeah, so a little backstory about this. So in the past, like building my first business, which was in 2015, of course, I didn't know there was books out like, which I don't even think it was out. The book didn't come out by Dan Sullivan until 2017, I believe it was. And so in 2015, I'd read, um, what's the book on delegation? So basically delegation and outsourcing, I can't remember the name Mm -hmm. of the book. But one of the things that it taught me to is like, hey, in order to get to where you want to go, you have got to free up your bandwidth. You've got to free up your capacity to do the things that you want to do, because I'm one person. I only have so much time, energy, and effort during the day. So if you're out mowing a lawn half the day, well, then that's what you're spending your time, energy, and effort doing. And if I'm that guy, I know that lawn is going to be the best looking lawn on the parking lot. So then it started, so when I read this book, it was like, okay, I need to start delegating and outsourcing to people to free up my creativity, my bandwidth. And at the time, I didn't know it was about who and not how. I just, I just need to delegate so I can free up my time to do the things that it is that I need to do to keep moving the needle. Well, fast forward all these years, probably up until about, I don't know, three months ago, one of my coaching clients, shout out to Micah, he introduced me to this book by the name of Who Not How. And so I was like, all right, cool, I'll order it. And we had talked about it in our coaching calls. And so I ordered the book, got the book. I finished up my other book that I was reading about podcasting and learning how, to, how to, to be a better podcaster for our listeners and our audience and our community. And I finally picked up this book. I was like, you know what? I'll go ahead and start reading it. A couple pages in, I was like, it started like bringing back memories. Like, oh, my gosh, this is exactly what I did in 2015 when I, when I started the insurance company. I started asking myself who and not how. And so even though I was the how guy and the what guy and the things that I needed to do, the marketing, the advertising, the, you know, the talking to customers, the emails, and all these things that come with the how and the what, the who's came with team members, people that I could bring on board to replace myself. And so when I read this book, man, it was just a confirmation. It was just a solidification like, oh my gosh, what I've done the last eight years of just when I really excelled at things and sped up the process is instead of asking how and what I asked who, who do I need to reach out to? And so with this book, I'm about halfway through in, I'm like reading this book cause me and you and building this podcast, we've been asking the how and the what, like, how do we get these downloads? How do we get, how do we reach and impact more people? How do we serve our listeners? How do we, bring more value that's the wrong question the question is who who can help us impact more people who can speed up the learning curve which is like a mentor or a coach somebody that has been through what we are going through so it's the who and so this book uh we're reading it it's just like a breath of fresh air because we're like we already know this stuff but because of the confirmation and solidification is like if we can focus our time, energy, and effort on the who's on every single day in all aspects of our life, oh my gosh, we can get our time back. We can get our freedom back and fulfillment.
1: Everything that you the, the, the energy, <laughs> the excitement that you're feeling from Sean right now, he brought this to me the first time. This only a week or two ago. Uh, I, let tell, I was not engaged, so I use the listener right now. I don't know how you're feeling right now, but, but when I first heard this, you might be feeling it too. You're like, well, what do you mean who? I know how to do a lot of stuff. I know how to do these things. And, but that doesn't, the reason I wasn't excited is because it didn't click yet. Mm -hmm. And so if you're listening to this, you have to, it goes right back to that example of cutting the grass, that having a guy come in and fix it, the bliss. Like when you really experience, when you let yourself be free to let go of the reins, because sometimes I think we're afraid to let control go. Yes. Because if I give it to this person over here to handle, yep. well then, what if it's not the way I want it? What if it's not done right? And we're taught in school, the book goes into it taught in school that you have to figure out the answers on your own. Mm. And so it doesn't, society, the culture, this is counterintuitive. We're not told who, to ask for help is weakness. You should be able to do everything on your own. And so me and Sean discussed it at length. He'd read the book, he, he kept saying it to me and I was like, I can't argue a single point you're saying it is. It does make sense to have someone uh, do something that they're really good at. Mm. Why would you spend your time doing something you're not good at? And, and so I read the book, and let me tell you, I am a believer. <laughs> oh, I can't stop thinking about who, who else now? I'm just like, yeah. who? And the, one of the first questions I had was can you find a, a who? that can find other who's. And he and then about uh, a chapter or two into it, he's like, here's how you can find a who, who can find other who's. And I was like, oh man. Because if you can find a who that can find other who's, then you could, you could the possibilities are unlimited, yeah. unlimited.
0: So when we're talking about finding the who, right? Obviously before finding the who, you have to have your why, you have to have the goal. So when we're coming, when we're asking, who is it that we need to reach out to or build this relationship with, or even to, and sometimes like, I'll share a quick little story, if I may, Um, cleaning the house. Me and Kendra, we used to clean our house. Well, I would always call it our Saturday cleanup. And in the morning times, I'd have like a bang, one of those energy drinks. And dude, I'd be like full energy, like, let's go. (laughs) So I would just elbow it and just clean our house, right? And save 90 to 100 bucks, kind of like you and the mowing mowing service. Well, I learned really quick. I'm like, okay, well, this is taking all my energy and time and effort. By two o'clock, I'm done, right? I'm checked out. My mind's exhausted. I'm like, is this what's the return on investment here? Like, is this worth it? Cause it's dirty 30 minutes later. Right. Wow. Typically I've just drained myself. So we started hiring a cleaning service to come in anyways. Uh, where I was going with this is yesterday. This guy comes in and cleans for three or four hours. We hire this new cleaning service. And so I'm like, okay, cool. He's the who, right? I'm over here. I was shooting intros and outros working with my business partner behind the scenes. And this guy's cleaning our house. So I'm over here moving the needle in my life, Mm. going towards my goals, right? Because that's the whole point of the who is he's the who that can release my time, energy, and effort to come over here and and shoot the podcast. So that was my who in cleaning the house because the house needs to be cleaned. It needs to be done. So he's doing that. I'm not the bottleneck. I've removed myself from it. Well, the funny thing is the guy leaves and then uh, Kendra comes home and she starts assessing everything. And she's like, well he he didn't dust that good <laughs> he didn't do this that good mm. and i'm in the fir- the only thing that popped in my mind is like that's the how and the what mentality yep. right and so yeah he didn't do it to 100% of our standards but he allowed me to free up to go do the things that i enjoyed wanted to do so maybe he was at 85% so let's use this as a teaching moment for him and say hey man moving forward here's what you know hey can we can we focus on this and and oh yeah absolutely no problem right and we we bring him up with us And now he's the who,
1: and now his standards have raised, And you know what I mean? 80% – there's a phrase in the book, uh, 80% is already taking action, 100% is still thinking about it. Mm. It's a beautiful phrase because 100% is like, well, I'm not going to start yet because I'm not quite sure. I don't know where I'm going with this, but 80% Mm. means you're already going. You're, You're already figuring out what doesn't work. And so you're going to be way ahead of the person that's still just thinking. And there's a time of prepare and everything. But when you apply that to the who, mm. if they're doing it at eighty percent, mm. yep, and then you've got your hundred percent doing what you're good at, well, you just got one hundred and eighty percent, right? Yes. And that's what it's. And that kind of leads me into one of the biggest problems. I'm, I'm going to say, for myself included, that when you think about well, who that's going to cost money, mm. and what did I just say? Cost people when you find the right who's you can't think of it as a cost. It is an investment. Like when you invest into a Bitcoin or if you invest into the stock market, you think I'm going to get a return on this, right? Mm. But when you're hiring, or not even hiring, it might be a partnership like we're doing, or when you just bring that who, that is who you need, and they are who you need, funnily enough, they are getting to excel at what it is that they do. And so that is an investment in yourself, Mm. just like a return on money, which is more important, return on money or return on yourself? You, once you know it's yourself, I mean, there's no there's no turning back on that. So anytime you bring someone in, it should be the number one thing that you look for. Mm. Is is that how you how you spend not your your money but your control? You, you're giving your control away like money to get that return back in yourself. And so the the book goes into, and I was just like, that is brilliant. And and here's the thing: if you are just going to sit on the couch. Mm and have someone cut your yard. In fact, to tell you well, this is an interesting story. In the past, or even a week ago, I would have said, man, this is interesting. I would have said, if you're not gonna get a return on your investment, as in money or on yourself, then why would you hire someone? Because mm-hmm. you're just letting him do it for no reason. Maybe you just don't want to do it. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I was having a lightsaber fight with my son on mm-hmm. Saturday. And we are having a great time. We're in the middle of it, laughing hard. And what I hear in the distance, Lawnmower going on, mm. it's my yard guy. I'm having fun with my son wow. on a Saturday, and and we don't have to do it. Here's another interesting side note. I think when my son is of age, he's eight right now. I think maybe me and him will do the yard together, but mm. purely as an investment in our relationship. Yes. not because we need to do the work. Yeah, if we're just doing work, we're going to hire someone so we can go enjoy the life that we want. But if it's to build work ethic and you know we've accomplished something together. I'd look at it differently, you know what I mean? But I haven't played with that
0: yet, I'm just throwing that out there. What would you say to somebody that's asking, okay, you and that sounds all good, and so you're playing with your son, he's out mowing the lawn. What would you say to somebody that's saying, well, well, what if I enjoy doing that? What if I enjoy mowing the lawn? What if
1: I enjoy getting my groceries? What if I enjoy cleaning the house? If you get joy from it, 100%, you just have to think, what is the cost, Mm. right? Like, what is the cost? Is there something else that you could be enjoying even more? Mm. And if that's not true, well, then 100% go cut the yard. If that's something, it's like a hobby, basically, if you enjoy it that much. But if it's because you enjoy doing it and you're putting something else off because of it, something, if you wanted to build something and you say, well, I don't have the time to build that thing that I would really love to have in my life, mm-hmm. um, then then that's, uh, you're avoiding That'd be an avoidance tactic, and yeah. and someone say, "Well, I enjoy because I, man, I used to love cutting the grass, but then it got exhausting. I don't know. I guess kids came along, you know. I don't know if that's an excuse or not, but at some point, I detested doing the yard. It was a, just a source of anxiety. Um, so yeah, for someone that enjoys it, ha, you know, have at it. But if it's twenty five bucks an hour for someone to do it for you, and you think that if you could be doing something else, that was worth more than twenty five bucks, whatever that thing is. Maybe it is just spending time with a loved one then spend the money, you know, because that's an investment in your relationship. And how valuable is that? There's nothing more important than that. So well, what would you say? What would you say to them?
0: Yeah, so I would say, be real honest with yourself. And what I mean by that is like, I used to, I used to love doing the lawn. And I think I even told you that. I was yeah. like, I remember even saying those words to you. Yeah, I, I did years ago, I was like, I'll never have somebody mow my lawn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so reflecting back, I'm like, well, why did I say that? Was it
1: true at the time or were you it, it were was was true you at the time?
0: So that's why I asked that question, yeah, yeah. right? Cause I know there's people thinking like, well, I enjoy yeah. you know, doing these things that I'm doing. Mm. And so, but if you're real honest with yourself, is it, be, is it that you enjoy doing it? Or is it because of the judgment of you know our parents? Cause exactly. like, I'll be completely transparent. I used to change my oil. I used to live in Hidden Creek off of Conroe in a yeah, yeah. cul-de-sac. I, I remember a Ford Fusion car. Yeah. I would be the only guy changing my oil when I first started the insurance business, right? I, had zero, mm-hmm. I was living paycheck to paycheck, had zero dollars to my name. And I was like, dude, I'm saving money, right? And I got to reinvest it back into the business. And so I had a Ford Fusion, paid cash for it, and it leaked oil. You'd pull up to a red light. I had to turn the AC off because it would make this screeching noise. I'd be super embarrassed. So I had to do all these things to the car. Well, then I, I would try to save 10, 15 bucks by doing the oil myself. And then reflecting back, I was like, I would tell myself, people would ask me like, why do you change the car in the cul-de-sac, like on jack stands, and I would literally sell my like sell it to them like, oh, it's because I enjoy doing it because I didn't because of the fear of the judgment and getting made fun of me like like yeah you
1: see what I'm saying so but your real purpose it, was to save the money because you were exactly you, you were, you're building your business and maybe for a very short period of time that that was really smart. I, I mean, i give you credit for that because you were that determined to build your business, like you really were saving every penny, but. At some point, yeah, you know, you'd be like, okay, that that portion's over. Now it's time to spend the money on reinvesting it in a who, you know. So- but, but you got to the point where you were. You were just kind of hiding it. Yeah, it wasn't even about it was about the the, so it wasn't necessarily about
0: saving the money, like even though that was important, right? Every dime counted. It seemed like when you first start a business because you're reinvesting it back into there. But it was more so reflecting back on it, like what it did for me when I was able to say, okay, instead of spending 40 bucks on getting the oil and doing the labor myself, I'm going to go spend 60 bucks and get this oil change myself. I'm going to save that 20 bucks. Yeah. But now I just spent three hours of my Saturday with a time energy and after, and I got cuts all over my hands. I got oil underneath my fingernails. Mm. Yes, I'm saying I enjoy this. Yes, I'm saying I'm saving the money. But now that I don't do that, right? Yeah. I'm like, dude even reflecting back, I would have told that guy, I would have told that guy that's doing that, bro, listen to me, let's break this down. Yeah. You're spending three hours on a Saturday with the time, energy, and effort. You got oils on your hands. I know you're cussing underneath that car. Not only <laughs> is it dangerous, and you're spending the money, you're saving 20 bucks, oh, yeah, right? Right, right? But what are you What are you saying no to? Because you're saying yes to changing the oil, and because I wasn't asking myself who, not because I was doing the how and the what. I wasn't asking myself who. The who was the guy that, is an expert that d- changes the oil. Now that he's the who, now I go to him, hey, I'm gonna pay you 60 bucks, and now I'm able to spend that three hours on whatever the heck I yeah, want business. And that's what, bro, listen to me. Are you listening? I'm oh, in. When I did that, I read the first book that I had read in my entire life. When I started getting somebody to change the oil for me, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it was the first book that I'd ever read in my entire life. When was that? In 2012, 2013. So it's 10 years. Almost 10 years ago. And when I read that book, I would have never read in my entire life. You would have had to pay me to like hundreds of dollars to read a book. I just yeah. did not like reading. But because I was able to, I'm, I'm tired, I'm sick and tired of doing this, like um, as far as the the car goes and doing all the maintenance on myself, I just did it because that's what my dad did. And I was like, well, that's what I'm familiar with. That's what we got to do. We got to save 5, 10, 15, 20 bucks but I was able to free up that time, and and I was like, you know what? What am I gonna do with my time now, right? Well, I'm gonna go pick up a book. So I started picking up a book, and then boom, that's when the magic started happening and it started compounding. Readers are leaders. Yeah, and so now fast forward 10 years later, you pick up this book again, you're like, who, not how? We're like, me and you ain't gotta do a podcast on this. We gotta share this with our family and friends and community and our listeners, because if you can be intentional about who, not how, and everything you do, I'll share another story with you. I'm super excited. Bring it. The other day, my wife, so, oh, I love this. Okay, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, okay, how can I get my wife or kids on board with this? All right, I'm gonna give you a little, I'm gonna give you a little tip here. So, so the first the first tip is you gotta show up as a role model. You can't sit here and point fingers. You gotta show up and do it yourself, then they'll start modeling your behavior. All right, so what I mean by that is like the other day, uh, my wife texted me, she's like, oh, I got a little notification said that my wife had submitted HEB. I'm like, hey, you're submitting HEB, normally we have the system ties that comes every Saturday. She's like, oh no, I gotta pick it up for our Christmas party. We had a Christmas party for one of our businesses last week. And so I was like, all right, cool. And so she submitted it and it wasn't delivery, it was curbside. And so normally I'd have been like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, I'll see you at the house. But then I used it as a moment to like make a plug. I said, cause I was reading the book. I said, babe, I'm so proud of you. She's like, what are you proud of me for? I said, I'm proud of you because you just did a who? And she's like, what do you mean? <laughs> and I said, you leveraged the app and you leveraged H-E-B curbside for them to come out, bring the groceries, and put it in your trunk. And she's like, she still didn't understand it to a certain degree, because I know this is just going to play out for the next few months. But that's the whole point is I laid a mustard seed in her. Now she, she's like, oh, yeah, H-E-B is the who. Because you're the who if you're the one going to the grocery store, picking your own groceries. yeah, right. And so if you can apply, if you can systematize and ask who to free up your time, because she just freed up how much? An hour, two hours of her time by doing curbside?
1: And she paid four bucks, right? Come on. Your hours worth more than that. It's funny when I got the yard guy, I didn't think about he's the who. That's what I was doing, like just like Kendra did. She did it and didn't even know. But if you break it down, analyze it, yes, you're, you're right. You're like, ah, that made it easier for me. That took a responsibility off my shoulders. What happens when you take responsibility off your shoulders? You have capacity in your mind to do whatever. That's right. You know, you really, you have to think how many people have never had anything left on their plate other than the thing that they're good at and love to do yes. and i'm starting you know to taste that like it is un- indescribable when you just get to do what it is that you're good at and good leadership like we talked about this morning is letting people be free mm-hmm. to do what they're good at yeah. don't hire don't get a who and then tell them how to do you need to hire a who and let them get it done yes because that's you're getting them being in their zone of genius you know i never heard that term but you you brought that to me sean but because if you just give them tell them hey this is the result I want yep and then let them go do it on their terms right they're that person that can get it done let them get it done right and and it's a beautiful thing because then they're happy yes and you're happy yes both people are happy as opposed to scrutinizing squeezing trying to get a result and you've talked about that in the past this as being and you've beautifully learned like when you're leading people that you have to let them be free yeah otherwise you'll drive them out yeah and and yeah
0: yeah it makes me think like because even to this day, I have to be very intentional about it, even with the who's that I've brought into my life, yourself included, right? Yeah. It's like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of unique abilities that you have. And so us building this podcast and stuff like that together, it's like, you you know, before came in coming in here, it's like, you were my who, right? You brought the how and the what. And now it's like, we're leveling up together in like, okay,
1: who is our who on top of the who? Yeah. Right. Because the, well, the, I just realized this, that if you are a how and what, Yeah but you use the who, mm-hmm. well, now you're getting the who's that know how to do the how's and what's yes. even better and more of. That's right. So then you can, d- if that's your zone of genius is the 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 how and what, yep. you get to use the who in, in 10, 100x, yeah. that ability on how and what. Yeah. So it's executed. So like just think about how much more, if you had 10 people that were able to execute your, your vision and dream or what you're good at, then you're gonna have those people doing the same thing. And then the next level down. Yeah, And that's how you build, however big you wanna go.
0: What would you say to somebody that's, cause I know a lot of times, like even coaches and a lot of our community and listeners, they would say, yeah, you and I get it. This all makes sense. The who, not the how and the what, right? Cause that's how we're always taught in school. It's so hard for me to do it, right? Yep. It's so hard for me
1: to release the, the reins. Yep. It's so hard. It for is me. a leap of faith. It's yep. not gonna feel yep. easy. It's never gonna be, oh, this makes logical sense. Mm-hmm. If, whether it's the control or the money, because you yep. have to. some people you may have to pay, right? Or you, if you can partner, beautiful. Yeah. If you have to pay them, it's, the principle is still the same as giving up control. You have to, it's gonna feel like you're going over the edge of a roller coaster and it's exciting and fun and you're nervous, yep. but that's what the feeling's gonna be like. But once you've whipped around the roller coaster and you're back where you are, you're like, that was excellent, yeah. let's go again. Because it was wonderful, yeah. you know, and so I think you just have to trust yourself, trust, mm. have faith mm. in your own ability to that that person is good at what they do, or that this money is not a cost, is an investment. I'm putting in one fifty, mm. I'm gonna get fifteen hundred back. Yep. like that's an investment in yourself in your business. You got to trust, mm. and if you can't do that, you're gonna be stuck for a long time.
0: That's that's it. Reminds me of of I, I made a post when HEB in the community that we live. We, I made a post in our community and I was so I was so excited when H-E-B started delivering to our neighborhood yeah. and I would have never thought in a million years, I share it with my dad, I share it with like, my dad's like, what, you get delivery service? It's like, no, I'm going to go, I'm going to go pick my food, right? I'm like, dad, how long, how, how many hours do you spend on a Saturday? Six hours? Dad. I spent six minutes submitting it and not able to go do what does he think about that? When you <laughs> he's like good for you, son, you know. And, 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 yeah. and I've learned to be a role model, yeah. right? To keep showing up. Like, yeah. you know, so it's funny because we we always go back and forth and he's like, You travel all the time. I'm like, Yeah, I travel all the time because I have a bunch of who's in my life, yeah. you know, and I get to do things <laughs> I wanna do. But going back to the story with the community, I remember sharing it in the community because I wanted to share it and impact them. Like, hey, this is the experience I just had: got delivery, got groceries on my front porch, took me six minutes, submitted to the HB app. I'll never forget this one guy, and he said in the comments. Of course, there was always going to be haters, right? There's always going to be folks that think you know think differently, and that's okay. Compassion for those and people, that's people. and that's compassion, compassion, grace, love, and let let me come from a standpoint like I used to think like that too. That's how I was raised, and you know, thank goodness for for shedding the light and and going through what we've been through and so um, this guy had commented on the, the post and he said well yeah that makes sense for delivery and I understand that however I like to pick out my own meat I'll never forget that I was like <laughs> I, I remember laughing internally I was like he likes to pick out his own meat I'm like that's great, man. Like, you know, and I and I remember loving the comment. I remember telling him, I was like, dude, that's awesome. That's good for you, man. It's not if, but when. You right? can make a special trip just for the meat. Yeah,
1: sure. You know what, I you mean, know? if you, it take you two minutes.
0: But it's amazing what like people put to it. Like they put, yeah. you know, and that's fine. And, and we all have we're all in different seasons of life. And my dad may enjoy going on a Saturday and doing that for six hours. Yeah. If that's the case, cool. I love it, right? Yeah, You're not right. always gonna do things the way we do it. But for the ones that want, that are like, dude, how do I release myself as the bottleneck? I'm tired of doing the how and the what, then this is for you. This episode was for you. Uh, The who,
1: not the how and the what, so. I believe we're gonna put a link to this book, Amazon or wherever, uh, in the show notes. That's right. We're working on that, so it should be in there. If you don't get it from us, we don't care. It's just access, you can go get it on Amazon. Uh, Dan Sullivan, who, not how, phenomenal book. If you're a business owner and you don't understand what we're talking about, you got to read it and do yourself a massive favor, leap of faith, have the trust. Uh, it will pay big results. So no doubt. on that note, level up and live. Level up and live.
0: Wow, what an incredible discussion today on who, not how. I hope you enjoyed the insights and are inspired to apply these principles in your life. Remember, the journey to success is a continuous adventure and we're here to support you every step of the way. Before we wrap up, a huge thank you to our amazing listeners for tuning in. If you haven't already, be sure to check out our shared notes For those free resources we mentioned earlier they're designed with you in mind and as always share the knowledge with your circle leave us a review and hit that subscribe button your engagement fuels our passion to bring you quality content week after week until next time keep leveling up and living your best life this is sean myers signing off from the level up and live podcast stay empowered stay inspired and stay tuned for more greatness